All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hello, and thanks so much for tuning in. Good morning. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime, and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to get started on the right foot. Today is the 31st of May. In the top news, Securities and Exchange Board of India chairperson Madhavi Puri Butch minced no words when she spoke to a room filled with chief executive officers of Indian mutual funds last evening. She was at an event organized by Amphi to inaugurate an office space in Mumbai when she said that while the regulator was happy with the growth of the industry, it would continue to expect it to do more to protect the interest of the investor. In her address, she said that the biggest threat to the industry as it stands right now is individual misdemeanor. She called on the industry body to set up an ethics committee and asked Amphi to work towards stopping individuals from bad practice or that the regulator would have no choice but to bring sweeping regulation. Her exact words were that the regulator would have no choice but to come down as a hammer. Meanwhile, the deadline for the submission of feedback and suggestions on the consultation paper released by the markets regulator earlier this month on regulations that govern the expense ratio chargeable by mutual funds has been extended to the 6th of June. Now, moving on to another regulator, the Reserve Bank of India is proposing to introduce an expected loss-based approach for provisioning for bad loans during the current financial year as part of its measures to strengthen the bad loan resolution ecosystem. This will enable banks to design their own credit loss models and spread the higher provisions over a five-year period under a newer system of setting aside money for lending. More details on all of that is on the website in the story, so do check it out. That's peakyprime.com. Now, in the aviation space, GoFirst will extend cancellation of flights till the 4th of June as uncertainties continue over its future course. The airline stopped flying on the 3rd of May, remember. This is the eighth time that the airline has extended the cancellation of flights since the first announcement that was made on the 2nd of May when the services were cancelled for three days till the 5th of May. Now, US-based investment fund BlackRock has marked down the value of its investment in Baiju's again, this time by 62%. The fund only has a 0.7% stake in the EdTech company, but based on the latest filings, it pegs Baiju's at an enterprise valuation of $8.4 billion. Now, in international news, North Korea this morning filed a projectile that the country claims to be a space launch vehicle, just days after leader Kim Jong-un pledged to put a spy satellite in orbit to monitor U.S. forces and their allies. The launch sparked a missile warning in parts of Japan, while an alert warning residents in the South Korean capital to take cover was later said to have been sent in error. Both countries said earlier this week that any launch using ballistic missile technology would be a breach of United Nations Security Council resolutions and urged North Korea to abandon the launch. That's a Bloomberg report. 
In other news, Nvidia's market valuation briefly crossed the $1 trillion threshold overnight after its artificial intelligence prospects pushed it into an elite club of just five American companies. The company joined Alphabet, Amazon, Apple and Microsoft in the trillion dollar club for just a short while, but later retreated to close with a $990.7 billion valuation. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed, the Dow ending with shallow cuts after the long weekend and the S&P 500 ending flat. The Nasdaq gained about a third of a percent. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well, with two of the three early risers trading in the red right now. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. We've continued to march higher in India with the Nifty 50 closing now above the 18,600 mark yesterday. Do we finally see profit booking, some consolidation? It's, um, there is a bullish undertone for sure, Alex. Good morning to you. And you have to take cognizance of the fact that foreign investor money keeps on piling into India and that keeps on giving the support. Uh, even for the bank Nifty, the put call ratio has increased to 1.21 from 1.1 and therefore the supports are moving higher. Uh, option writers are just very comfortable betting at slightly higher levels as support for the bank Nifty. And all of that indicates some optimism. Remember 2,085 crores bought yet again, net buyers for the seventh day were the FIIs. Amongst pockets to watch, remember yesterday metals had a slightly adverse day, but could be an interesting pocket um, over the course of the next few, considering the fact that the Chinese PMI data too has come in. Manu May manufacturing PMI is at 48.8 versus estimated 49.5. Now, this, this does two things. One is it increases the bets conversely for some easing in China, and that is positive for metals, but it indicates weak demand, which is negative for metals. So it's a difficult pocket to trade, really. Liquor stocks are witnessing rising delivery volumes and therefore become a pocket to watch. But among stocks to watch today, I'm starting off with the hotel stock simply because of the kind of numbers that Lemon Tree has posted. Revenue is up 111%, almost in line with Bloomberg estimates, actually, but very strong show. EBITDA up 385% at 142 crores. The estimates were 136, so in line again. And margins too at 56.2 are largely in line. 54.5 was estimated. But the point, and, and then of course, there's a 59 crore profit versus a 39 crore loss. Now, you may argue that one, the stock is expensive trading at about 30, maybe 54 times trailing 12 months PE. But the delivery is very, very solid. Uh, it it clocked in its best ever gross ARR, EBITDA, PBT, and PAT. Occupancy is at 73.6% versus 67% in quarter three itself. So it's doing really well. Maybe Q1 will look dampened compared to Q4, but uh, well, the going is strong thus far for the hotel stocks and lemon tree in particular. Watch out for this one. Watch out for HDFC Live. Bloomberg says that Aberdeen Mauritius Holdings is going to sell 1.66% stake in their stock uh, at, at a discount of 3.75% to 0%, that range. So not too dramatic, but maybe there's a bit of a downtick on open. Coal India, well, they've decided to hike prices by 8% leading to a revenue uptick of 2703 crores, but more importantly, helping them offset the costs of the higher wage bill. So certainly a stock that could react positively. Adani Ports, the numbers seemed okay. Revenues were strong, very strong actually at 40%. EBITDA up 59% was also very strong. 
but because their revenues had gone up so much, their EBITDA margins come in slightly lower than the Bloomberg consensus estimates. Uh, the estimates were 61.3. They came in at 56.4. And net profit um, was much lower than estimated because they reported an impairment of 1,273 crores on record on account of urgent sale of the Myanmar assets. Uh, save for that, the net profit number two would have looked okay. So, you know, strong showing independent of the uh, kind of expectations. They see cargo volume of uh, 370 to 390 million tons, and that should also look strong per se. Uh, let's see how the street reacts to this. Standard disclaimer, of course, uh, it's a part of the Dani Group, which owns Quintilin Business Media, uh, which is the owner of the platform on which you are listening to this podcast. Then Mankind Pharma came out with a good set of numbers too. 18% uptick or 19% uptick in revenues, EBITDA up 46%, margins at 20.3 versus 16.5, and net profit up 52%. So strong showing there. Aegis Logistics, um, um, you know, revenues didn't go up as much. That's a bit of a pickle. Um, and 2.42% uptick in revenue was a bit of a problem. And margins kind of stable at 9.4 versus estimated 10%. Though 9.4 versus 6 point days is a good quarterly performance and thereby leading to this 56% uptick in profit after tax, which is all good. But the revenue growth, um, not the best. Prestige Estates too, uh, did okay. Relative to estimates, uh, much better. Let's see if the stocks duly reacts. Um, action Construction Equipment, uh, uh, revenues up 20%, EBITDA up 55%, EBITDA margin at 11.9 versus 9.25, and net profit at 33% uptick at 47 crores in line with estimates. So good quarter, not bad at all. Greenply Industries, uh, weak quarter, net profit down 61% at 11 crores versus estimated 18 crores. That was a bit of a pickle. On almost all the other counts did well. Remember that Exceptional loss of 16 crores again due to disposal of assets at Myanmar. Graphite India had a terrible quarter for sure. Revenues down 3.43%. Margins come off quite rapidly at 7.6 versus 10.4. Net profit down 70% at 29 crores. Very weak quarter. Similarly weak quarter for KRBL. So that one too could have a bit of an issue this morning. Uh, and lastly, when you look at uh, brokerage calls, JK Simmons has been cut to a hold at Jefferies with a price target of 3260. In Gujarat Paper Ports, while maintained a buyer at Nomura, the price target has been lowered to 128 from 143. So do watch out for these two stocks. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 